Previously on the Admigos podcast. I'm also working with a group of, uh, you know, students, high school, middle school. Um, so we're going to be starting our classes. I just don't know if I want to start something now where it's like the holiday season. Oh, yeah. Or just start with doing private lessons, getting right. them up to date on the platforms they need to be on, working on their social media one on one. Oh, is that part of the syllabus or something? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> What I say is you are an LLC. Uh, Limited liability company. You are your own company, and it is up to you to make it run. Yeah, Uh, that's fair. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to understand every aspect. How are you going to market yourself? What's your branding? You know, for the longest time, (laughs) I went to the Beverly Hills Playhouse in Beverly Hills. Mm Mm-hmm. And Not Beverly Hills. Oh, I, every time when I think about Beverly Hills, I think about that Chihuahua movie. Oh, the Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Chihuahua. Yeah, I love that. That's bad branding for Beverly right. Hills. <laughs> or it's right on key because I mean, everyone out there has a I mean, small they made, little dog. They made like three of those, I think. Yeah, really. In a series? I don't know. I think they did. Yeah, they had the first one and then the one where they went to Las Vegas or something. Or uh-huh. I don't remember. It you was know, something like that. You know more information than I did. Oh, man. I don't know. Like, I'm basing it off of pirated Blu-ray movies. <laughs> but continue. <laughs> um, I, yeah, you, you look at Chihuahuas and you think Taco Bell and Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, we don't condone pirating movies, by the way. Just please, please. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't, official, pirate po- don't pirate this podcast. Official ad to message. Um, but I, so the Beverly Hills Playhouse is when I first started working on my branding. And um, I we all came up with the Mexican Anna Ferris because... Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like my cadence and my speech Mm -hmm. or my personality or just because we're both from Washington State. Mm. But I get Anna Faris and Mila Kunis all the time. Mila Kunis I see because of the dark complexion. Mm -hmm. Mm. But Anna Faris, I've gotten that I look like her, act like her since I was like 18. Oh, okay. When like house bunny. So I kind of branded myself as the Mexican Anna Faris, this quirky, comedic. Oh, my God. I don't know why. I was thinking Anne Hathaway the whole time you were talking no. about that. And then I was like, oh, Anna Ferris. <laughs> yeah, the I love Anna Ferris. Yeah, she's great. She, yeah. Everybody loves Anna Ferris. She's funny. She yeah. did all the scary movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Man, I wish I could understand these references. These are all falling oh, over come my on. head. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> your homework now is to watch 21 and Over, House okay. Bunny. Mm, uh, I will watch all your films. The first two <laughs> or three scary movies? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. That's um, really cool. So... And now I've kind of transitioned to coming up with my own branding, though I still have a lot of that early set on mm-hmm. actor branding right. characteristics. Mm-hmm. I've definitely grown to be Raquel Torres. Right. You yeah, know? we know you as Raquel Torres. I think that makes a big difference. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> um, but it's been a journey. Yeah. In college, I, I don't know if I can say this on here, uh, but in college... Um, I introduced myself as Raquel Torres, bitch. <laughs> and um, it caught on so much that anytime we went to like a, I did a lot of competitions. My classmates would introduce me to other people. So this mm-hmm. is Raquel Torres, <laughs> and then I became Rack City, and then I'm Raquel Linda Torres. It's just a lot of different <laughs> stages of my the metamorphosis of names, <laughs> and. It's like that butterfly, you yeah. know what I mean? You you start off as a caterpillar and you 
grow and dissolve and yeah. <laughs> turn into a butterfly. And you continue to just morph into like what you want to be, yeah. what you want. Yeah, it's like the evolution of your branding. I think that's another thing, like coming from a design perspective as well, uh, branding is always important. Mm -hmm. And even keeping that consistency, uh, even when it comes to just the evolution, as yeah. well as like, um, you know, the identity behind Raquel Torres is yourself and yeah. how you present yourself and how you deliver, I think really stands you apart from a lot of the, t the talent pool that we tend to see a lot of the times. I, actually, I love the way that you... Uh, we're acting in front of us for the commercials. I like the zings and the, the rolls and everything. The, <laughs> mm -hmm. Those extra touches really make a big difference. And it was really a privilege to watch that and actually wow. experience it too. Uh, I remember, I actually remember back when I, uh, while I was in college too, I did um, the student advertising competition. We had a voice actress. Um, her name was Olivia Swayze. Mm -hmm. um, she did, what was it? It was until we weren't sure. The way that we casted her was kind of crazy. Um, my professor just went through the acting school that was right across the, the building next to ours and says, we're doing a commercial. Somebody help us, please. <laughs> and then we had a bunch of people come in and then we've just found this one voice that just made that sold everything. We were just like, let's bring her on. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I did. I did anime. I did this stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> and yeah, I did this character. I was like, I love this character. I can't remember the name That's of the characters. Awesome. If, Olivia, if you're listening to this, sorry. <laughs> but um, Interacting, working with her on that front was probably the funnest experience I had. And actually doing it again is just really awesome to do. And thank you again for doing that. Um, I had fun, actually. Yeah. It was really cool to take the words and your description and bring it to life. Thank um, you. Voiceover is kind of new to me mm -hmm. so to get that feedback is amazing thank you so much absolutely and you know it's on the air so if you're in your next b-roll you can put my words there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you Love have it. you have my permission <laughs> thank but you absolutely and i mean with all of that being sa said i mean um i guess we can kind of keep it more personal as well like moving from la to houston like what are the big differences that you feel like uh, stood out to you the most like is it the people is it the vibe uh what are your thoughts what are your takes on that definitely the people here you have that like southern hospitality whereas in LA it's rare to find that and you mostly find that in the people who I call our LA aliens <laughs> aliens <laughs> LA aliens L aliens okay you have transplants and oh. then you have actual L.A. lands. Right. Okay. Is what I call Natural them. born. Yeah. LA people who were born in L.A., raised in L.A., and they were there. You can totally tell a difference because people who are transplants, and I was a transplant too, and I might have had an ego once or twice, you know. <laughs> you kind of have to. Okay. That's where Raquel Horsburgh comes from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you can tell the difference. And it's like, you know, going into a nightclub and watching all these people throw money, and it's like, okay, you're a scammer and you find these mm -hmm. things out about people or, oh, wow. yeah, and it's everything's fake there. People rent cars, right. people rent houses. Mm. It's all a facade. Yeah, it's all imagery and yeah. Yeah, smoke and, and mirrors. And, and it's and... fake niceness where yeah. it's like, oh my God, yeah, let's hang out, let's network. And then you never hear from them again. Whereas like in uh, New York, mm -hmm. the difference is like, they're going to tell you straight up to your face. <laughs> um, no, I don't like your vibe. I don't like what's going on. And here in Houston, I find that everyone's like, Kind of a mixture of that. Mm -hmm. They're genuinely good, happy people, but they actually look at a person and what's their energy, what's, you know, right. and you you don't feel any fakeness or it's it's genuine. Yeah. Houston is genuine. And being yeah. a melting pot, too, 
thank you. <laughs> yeah, it it really helps people to be comfortable in a diverse city like city. ours. Yeah, yeah, like kind of like what we try to do with AF and Atu Houston. Um, yeah. It's just bringing that, bringing this community together. I mean, I think there's even like a difference between uh, the, a lot of the issues I always find whenever it comes to just promoting ad advertising or better yet, the advertising club or mm -hmm. AF Houston is that, you know, what is advertising? What does it entail? It's everything, you know, mm -hmm. everything related to production, to media placements, to media buying to graphic design, to animations, mm -hmm. to voice acting, to a lot of other things. It's yeah. really diverse. And, you know, you, you never know who you can meet and who can that person help. Like, I, I remember how we met was through the AF luncheon. Mm -hmm. And I remember Joni was just like, she's not at two age. You can't have her. I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's fine. I'm like, okay, Joni, I understand. <laughs> oh, I love Joni. She has been my saving grace here in Houston. Um, I, right after I left... Portia, I met Joni. Oh, really? We have a funny story where she says she picks she picked me up at a bar. Oh yeah, <laughs> we did. We hit it off at a Carabas. I was there eating dinner with a friend of mine, oh, wow. and she was there with a friend of hers, and we ended up accidentally sitting next to each other at the bar, and we got to chit chatting, and you know, from there on, I was like, how can I get involved with some of your projects? She brought me in as a volunteer on AAF Houston, and here we are now sitting here with you and. It, all it took was that one genuinely kind, you know, welcome and yeah. welcome. Yes, yes, and now it's like okay, I, I know I made the right decision because leaving your corporate job is a scary leap to yeah, take. Yeah, a lot. Of, our last episode we had Maite Jimenez, um, our former yes. VP. She came by and she was telling us at least about you know what she's doing now, how it was like just leaving, um, well, being laid off from her last job with Point Dexter. Mm -hmm. It's a shame. She's awesome. Uh, <laughs> they don't know what they lose. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's really um, knowing where to fall back when your network uh, on your network is really important. And having that type of initial connection really makes a big difference. Yeah. And even like uh, for me, I got my I was able to get my first job here with that, too. Actually, thanks to my day as well. Yeah. And yeah, like I met her at the luncheon as well. She seemed really awesome. She is awesome. And I think with everything that we all can testify with just overall being a part of this organization is just the power of networking. I think that's mm -hmm. really important. Mm -hmm. And you never know who's looking for what. Even like did you meet did you met Joni before meeting Ray or did Ray Joni introduced me to Ray. Ah, Ray. there we go. Because I had told her that so growing up my mom always told me you should be in advertising, Raquel. You should go to school, get a PR degree, go oh, okay. communications, mm -hmm. things like that. Because it was just a natural thing for me, mm -hmm. right? In the performing arts, but she wanted me to still take that and get a degree out of it. But then I ended up booking my movie, moving to LA and I was like, bye college, <laughs> I don't need you. Now I look back and I'm like, I would have loved the university life to experience that. Yeah. I can agree. I mean, even for me, like back when I was um, trying to do graphic design, actually I wanted to be an animator. Really? Yes, that's kind of how I started getting into this whole venture. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to do animation, but my mom was just like, animators don't get paid well. Yeah. Do do something else. Why don't you do market? Why don't you do graphic design? But then, mm -hmm. um, what was it? My father, he was a salesman and I kind of wanted to help support his business in a sense. And I was like, oh, let me learn marketing. So I wanted to do a double major. Yeah. But then I did an internship or an apprenticeship with Dylan Moore, the past president of, at AF Houston. Uh -huh. And he told me, you're, you're okay. You can, you can survive without doing graphic, studying graphic design. And then after I was like, okay, I graduated with my marketing degree. He's like, you never went to the design program. You don't understand. <laughs> 
<laughs> things yeah, like that. Uh, it's kind of the, the hypocrisy. In the yeah, it's kind of just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm learning from you, so that's a, that's a testament to something, right? Yeah, right? yeah. And then <laughs> it just works out. But I mean, you know, it works. Um, the the type of way of just getting that experience and also where you're coming from as well. Like it, you were a sales manager at Porsche. You worked in all these big studios and these big pieces big commercial pieces as well as with these independent films mm -hmm. and even um, running your very own acting studio. Uh, shout out again. Yes, thank you. <laughs> it's just really impressive. And, you know, I don't think uh, it never, it, it matters on where you start. Like, it doesn't matter, like, if you come from a, an educational background and whatever. I think it's just as long as you continue uh, being persistent in what you're passionate towards, you never work a day yeah. in your life and yeah. be more passionate. And, you know, I sometimes think to myself, like, you're crazy for jumping back into this world, but it's a, it's an energy. It's a, I thrive off of it. You know, mm -hmm. it's so much fun. Like, like for instance, today with the voiceover, mm -hmm. you were like, Hey, I, I added something else. And initially I'm like, Oh my God, I'm nervous. I've been <laughs> studying the other one. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then I was like, okay, I get it. I got it. And it's like that you know, I would never tell you that at the yeah. time, yeah, but it's right. like you go through that emotion and mm -hmm. then you, this is part of like how I teach is you take those emotions, whatever you're feeling, sadness, anger, nervousness, um, encouragement, all these different emotions or feelings and you use it mm -hmm. in it. Right. Yeah. And I was just thinking of little rally. <laughs> being the mascot you know he's yeah. he's probably nervous yeah. Oh, yeah he's around all these really great old mascots and it's just like you take that and you run with it absolutely and i think that's actually a pretty crazy thing um with past uh events organized by the previous chairs of this fine organization uh shout out to candy Pittman and everything there's always like the last big event that they had i think what was it before the bowling tournament and stuff they had this thing a cook-off segment and we're bringing that back too. Um, we just haven't nailed down the branding for that yet. But uh, beforehand, they had this thing called oyster orgy, and I'm just uh, like, why? What? <laughs> what? And she's like, let's bring it back. I'm like, Candy, I don't think that flies now. No. <laughs> they called it oyster orgy, and it was just like you go to an oyster place, or you uh, it's a cook off or something. I, I get the play on words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think lately after that, there was just like um, there was the taco cook off where Rosa uh, Rose. She designed some branding with some cute little quirky mascots. Um, I'm not sure if she had a designer make those as well. Mm -hmm. And then there was like the ones when I came in that I had our fantastic creative team, uh, Yen Lee. She designed Rally and our previous mascots from our previous events. Like um, before, I think it started off with the bowling tournament. Mm. And then we had the uh, trivia night event, which was paired up with Beers with Peers. And that one was a really nice success. I think we had over like 30 to 40 people attend in person, which was really nice. Uh, bigger biggest turnout that we had from previous events before, which was really good to see. And then after that, we had our member mix, and now Rally's coming by. And at least we that. have, like, a line. And I think, like, the whole direction with that particular commercial piece, by the way, um, uh, commercial piece, that particular commercial piece might happen either now or it could happen in the next pickle pitch because my computer broke down and I'm catching up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we gonna, those life things. Are we going to have, like, an Avengers-style... Uh 
video with all our mascots. Hopefully. I think that'll be kind I, of fun. I, I want to try and do something where uh, Rally just fights them off and he's trying to stand out from his own, be his own identity, <laughs> be his own mascot. It's like, I own my thing. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> when I was reading it, too, I couldn't help but think of SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. And the superheroes on SpongeBob, the old superheroes. Oh, yes. The, yes. The Mermaid Barnacle Man and Bar- yes, Barnacle Boy. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. But the invisible. I think it was like a trope between mixing uh, DC Comics with Wonder Woman's Invisible Jet and mm-hmm. then Aquaman and then just pairing the two t- it was so yeah, yeah. so freaking funny <laughs> oh man but yeah I mean really it was um, I think that's kind of what we're trying to do here is just make something more memorable I think what got me into advertising too was just uh, you know there's always a mascot there's always an identity mm-hmm. and just kind of bringing it to life and that's kind of how I tied in the whole animation stuff and yeah just kind of that passion to learn uh it's always there and i think it's always in, in all of us like if there's something that we're all ser- seriously passionate towards i think somehow we have like a divinity to just like still somehow sque- nudge it in or squeeze it in and as we continue our own mm. day-to-day things as well yeah yeah but yeah i mean i'm trying to think what else did we have online i'm so sorry i know that i kind of go on my no, spiels that's at times. okay I, I love it this is a conversation this might having. be this might be a basic question for you raquel because mm-hmm. i'm sure you get like asked this quite a bit but is there is there like a dream role or performance that you have in mm-hmm. mind like if there's ever like the call mm-hmm. what would that be that makes you drop everything <laughs> i think that would be a pretty interesting thing i have this vision of me in a detective role okay like i really want to be like a it's almost like a superhero mm-hmm. but it's not but it's right you know like an original an original character not like yeah. oh hey we're gonna do female sherlock holmes yeah, but like no, an, no, no, an no. og like, like an original that's cool. one of the movies that i really enjoy watching watching is um jennifer lopez in angel eyes oh, i don't think i've seen that one is it a show or a movie it's a movie okay uh older you know i think it was early 2000s okay um around the time that she did um What's the name of her movie that I love watching too? Um, oh my gosh, she learns how to like fight. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm losing right? it too. I know it's something baby, right? It's some, it's is it something like that? Yeah, it's the it's the boxing movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not Million Dollar Baby. That's oh. what's her name? Okay, no, I'm that's Hillary Swank, Hillary Swank, which oh. I love her too, and especially in Freedom Riders. That's you know, mm. I took some of what I so. At the Beverly Hills Playhouse, they I remember one of my coaches, Gary Grossman, shout out to you. You are amazing. Um, and his wife Sandra as well. Mm. Or Sandy, sorry. Well, one thing that he always said was, you know, don't be afraid to watch films or watch the films of the roles that you're working on. Right. Because you steal from the great. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's not a matter of like not being original or anything like that it's kind of taking the idea of what they did and turning it into your own it's like chat gpt (laughs) (laughs) putting an idea in there getting it generated and then making it your own yeah exactly i think that's like the best i think that's the now standardized way of working with artificial intelligence too Mm -hmm. it's just like okay you 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 helped me out with my idea thank you i'm gonna now yeah. Run with it and make it my own. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you, know, um, you have to think it afterwards, though. Remember. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that, that's my issue. <laughs> I'm just like, oh no, you don't want to make it mad. Yeah. Give it credit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when I think of uh, those that that I that strong leading lady, mm-hmm. but I want to make a career off of being the best friend, you know, or right. like 
a Miss Rios character in Varsity Punks where I get to stand out as these pivotal people that may not be the lead Mm -hmm. or the star or the main focal point, but I'm able to deliver such a performance that it drives a story along. Right. Yeah, like a supporting character that really develops and has, I guess, the world builds around, the world building aspect around that story really kind of ties into that. That's a cool take because not many people would be like, I'm okay being the supporting character. Yeah. I think it's always about, I think like you mentioned about having that ego. I think um, being humble and also just like willing to help out. I think that really mm-hmm. makes a big difference. Um, would you say so or not really? It just kind of depends on like what your agent is able to secure you or at times. Absolutely. And I do think that having that, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I love watching projects come to life. Mm-hmm. And if I enjoy the people, if I like the project, I am willing to get my hands dirty with it, right? Right. And I guess an example is I'm working with AAF Houston Mm -hmm. as a volunteer for the diversity, equity, and inclusion event that's coming Mm -hmm. up. Absolutely. Or at at the time of this recording, it's coming up. Yes. (laughs) At the time (laughs) time of this recording. (laughs) Sometimes Joni will say, like, "Um, you know, thank you for doing this, like, I get complimented and thanked for helping out, but really I'm just like, oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Yeah. You know, this beats a 10 hour shift on a Saturday <laughs> at Porsche getting yelled at by customers <laughs> oh, and, man. you know, coworkers or problem solving something else. I want to be problem solving here. I want to be providing my experience here and just as like, this is fun for me. This yeah. is what I love. This is what I enjoy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So like you said, if you love what you're doing. Yeah, you'll never work a day. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's why we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Looks like we ran out of time this week. Well, here's a clip for the next episode. I have said in the past, you can have a crappy film, but with a good editor, like I mean like cast and stuff like that, but with right. a good editor. Mm-hmm. It can be magic. Yeah. But you can't have a crappy editor. No. And an astonishing <laughs> cast because it won't be that the magic will be missing. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals, age 32 and under, who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an amigo, join us at addthenumber2houston.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at add the number two Houston. Thank you for listening.